to the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Hello and welcome to episode 322 of the Chris and Sam podcast. I'm Chris. And I'm Sam. Welcome along. It's uh, sweaty and humid here and I know you look forward to hearing about that (laughs) every week. Uh, no, so it's here we- It's gonna start cooling down. It's gonna start cooling down. Well, it was pretty wet today. It was. Uh, there's a bit of a weather update for whenever you listen to this yeah, here uh, in Hamilton We're Central. recording this on Thursday. That's right. Anyway, um, okay, so, uh, you, how has your week been? Uh, my week has been okay. You got a new windscreen? I got a new windscreen, yeah. That, uh, the, so, they- <laughs> That's right. I, I was going to like write a complaint or not, like a suggestion email to them. And then the next day they followed up with a survey, which just so happened I could write a whole blurb. Uh, so basically the insurance company just said, oh yeah, these people will ring you. We use Novus. I was like, sweet. Novus rang me and they said, hey, we're going to refix, uh, fix your windscreen uh, this date, this time, 2.30 on this day in seven days time. Yeah. Yeah. It was a week. Yeah. 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 And I haven't had a windscreen replaced forever. I don't know. Week seems like a very long time to wait uh, from memory. But I do know uh, when they're getting in these windscreens, sometimes it takes up to three weeks, apparently, according to some people. I'm like, this is terrible. But that's all they told me. Nothing else. So you turn up and they're like, this will take us between two and two and a half hours. Cool. Cool. I guess I'll just wander off then somewhere. (laughs) Ah, yeah. So I wandered off to the base. They finally did that. But on the way back, some American guy rang me. And he was like, oh, hey. Because I do have to admit, at this point in time, I forgot what broke my windscreen. So he's telling me that one of my windscreen wipers doesn't work and they've removed it. I'm like, what do you mean you've removed it? He goes, oh, it doesn't work. I was like, why doesn't it work? I'm sure it was working when I dropped it off. Because as I was driving there with my fully cracked windscreen, it was raining and they were moving, you know. And he goes, well, no, it's all broken and busted. And then I went, oh, the bit of wood. That smashed my windscreen, broke my windscreen wiper. Windscreen wiper, and he goes, "Oh yeah, I'm from America, and over there we do things a little bit differently. Over here, you guys only replace like the blades. Over there, we replace the whole thing, the whole arm. Yeah, the why whole- would you do that? I know it makes no sense. Someone's <laughs> making some money out of it anyway. Uh, so basically, uh, my driver's one was partially usable, and then I had to go to the scrap dealers yesterday and get two completely new arms." So it's all sorted now? Uh, yes. You haven't switched them over? We have. No, I've done that. Yeah, yeah, no, I've done that. Uh, and my arms are, I mean, they're secondhand, they're crap looking, but who cares? I can't really see them. Uh, yeah, so that you was- could have painted them up. You could have painted them up. Maybe. I, I've had a pretty good week. I uh, went to uh, improv. And I'm loving the improv again. Back Is to it, improv. Does it feel like it's another level? Um, well, it does at the moment. So what's happened or is not. they had too few people come to both, both the classes. So they had intro, which is the one I did the first mm. time, and then they did uh, improv for stage, which is the one I did the second time. So this is my third time through, right? But is the third is this supposed to be a different one or so, not really? Uh, yeah, they were going to sort of kick it up a level. But what he's had to do, because there weren't enough people signing up, they've merged them. So, ah, so, so what we do is for the first half, first hour, we're going through the fundamentals, which is not a bad thing. Right? No, no, yeah, you get, it, so you get a bit cool. of a over. And then it's the second one, he's really focusing on that, um, you know, the the performance aspect. And it is quite interesting having the, the 
<laughs> I don't want to say numpties. The um, new guys. I didn't say numpties. Newbies. 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 The newbies there. Yeah. Because you realise how much better you are than. Yeah, yeah. You know when what I mean? they started. So it was pretty good. Do they? So do I, you do? Do they know that you've done it before? Yes, yes, yes. They sort of see. So it. everybody knows this is what the story is. Is there anybody there that you already know? Yes, there's two people there. Is Jamie there? No, Jamie's oh. not one of them. Um, oh, that's cool. But Brent, the drama teacher. Yeah. Um, and um, oh, he's getting his money's worth because he's got to be one week ahead of what he's doing with his students. <laughs> yeah, we're on to you, Brent. We know. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and on that note, the day this comes out, so if you're listening to this and you're in Hamilton, yes. the morning this comes out, t- t- this evening, Sunday, is... Um, What's it called? The Museum of This Morning, which is Jim. Who, oh, who that's runs right. It. I have read this, actually. I didn't yeah, realise yeah. it was him, I don't think. I didn't yeah, click. so he's, he's an internationally acclaimed uh, improv actor. Mm. He's, he's done it all over the world. Um, and, yeah, so I'm, I'm, I've got a ticket. I'm going along on Sunday. I it's think, a one-man's tour, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's, it's at the Meteor, and I think it's 6.30pm, uh, if I'm right, on Sunday. But you'll see it on the media website. Just search for the media. Uh, love to see you there if you, you uh, come along, because it's really cool. He's good. He's really good. I'm looking forward to it. Excellent. Hey, i got an update from last <laughs> week. Uh, you were talking about this transforming car that you were calling the Latron. Yeah, I think that's what I called it, yeah. Well, it's one word. There's no space between them. So it might be Letron. Oh, okay. Anyway, so that was from 2016, all of that. Possibly. It was, <laughs> no, I'm, tell, I'm telling you it was. Possibly. Uh, it, it's a Turkish company. That's right. Yeah. And uh, so they've, they've actually got five models of robots now. There's mm. a whole range of them. They're all BMWs. And if you pay them, I think it's $600,000, they'll convert your car into a robot that literally can't do anything apart from stand up, move its wingly fingers, and has smoke coming from its crutch. <laughs> Very Turkish. Uh- <laughs> yeah, no, so it was just a slight update there. <laughs> Have you been keeping up with the Jake Miller? Who's Jake Miller? Because that sounds familiar. We talked about this dude ages ago, okay. and I don't know if it was on the podcast or not. I couldn't find it in the show notes, but basically this dude... Any second now, this website will load. <laughs> Look at it trying to track me. Yeah. Oh, dude, my my phone is so slow. Every time I go into a store, mm. um, I hit the wake up and the screen goes blue. Yes. And then I wait for about 30, 40 seconds. Oh, my gosh. And this then all the, all the icons pop onto the stage, oh. screen. And then I hit the COVID app and then I wait another 20 seconds and people are looking at me going, are you going to take a photo of this thing? And then the COVID app opens and then I wait another 10 seconds oh, for the... <laughs> The, by this time, camera, I would have thrown this the phone. camera to go in. I could have written the book by now, but no, no, I've, I've got it. And I zap it and go, finished. And then I look at everybody in line, like, huh, and walk in. Of it's, course. That, that's how I roll with COVID uh, level two. Jake, <clears throat> Jake Miller's this teenager dude. In 2015, he sold his first business to the government for six figures. Oh, yes. yes. Then he set up a company called Unfiltered, which was basically him interviewing celebrities. Yes, I Including Richard that. Branson and all those guys. And he got... Lots of funding, right? Millions of dollars of funding. He expanded to the United States and he was doing this educational, inspirational videos and all of this stuff. He then just turned around in the last couple of months and said, I've sold it to my friend who's called Crimson Education for $120,000 in cash. Uh, See you later. So there's a lot of people not very happy with this dude. Yeah, so he, him and his business partner... Why, why are they not happy? Because he took all this funding and has just closed it up? or Yeah, pretty much. Okay. There's nothing to show for this money apart from his lavish lifestyle. But when there's a whole bunch of interviews in this about it, all these top investors in New Zealand didn't really even look into what he was doing. 
they must have just saw this guy's pretty cool. Here's some money. <laughs> so, hang on. Oh, is this the one? This one doesn't have the full figures. Who, Any- is, the, who is the other guy that, that's really screwed up recently with the investment thing? Um, and he had to leave the country. He sold it. It, 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 there was millions and six million dollars invested in it or more, and he sold it for one hundred twenty thousand dollars and fled the country to South Africa. Um, South Africa or um, Africa in general? Uh, I don't know. This might be the same person. Maybe. He's going to Africa. He's not going. Uh, to, must be the same. He's guy. not going to Nigeria. He's going to um, somewhere near Nigeria because okay. he, he thinks that there's such a big population of people there. He can make it big there. It may, it Zimbabwe be, or something. Yes, like it might be Zimbabwe. Yeah, yeah. So anyway. Oh, yeah, it probably is the same guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God damn it. It's crazy, yes. And yeah, throw some money and some stuff. It's all good. Talking about profits, I, I, I don't know if you heard about this. So you, you know all about the Austin, te- well, not Austin, but the whole of Texas. With frozen. The, frozen and then yeah, yeah. all the rest of it. And you, we talked about these guys getting these ridiculously high bills. That's right. What I don't think I mentioned on that, because I don't think I knew, I found out the day after or something, is that it was a record profit day for um, uh, energy companies in Mm. Texas. They were like, we made more money on this day than we did in the entire six months beforehand. Yeah. What a bunch of... But the dude. Can I say no? no they're not. The dude, but, the, but the dude with the nine thousand dollar bill or something. Yeah, it was sixteen thousand. Was I think the but biggest one of I've a, heard about. What's, yeah. what's the lawsuit? It's like a billion dollar lawsuit or something stupid. Oh, yeah, yeah, going yeah. after him. They've, they've, yes, I think there's a class action lawsuit. So loads of people are signing on to that. But it's it's ridiculous, right? And and I understand if they have to cover their costs that there's an increase. But to have record profits yeah, and then yeah. go, oh, you know, look how well I'm running this company. No, you should be put against the wall and shot. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, I really feel upset about that. You feel really upset about that. Hopefully it doesn't happen here. Uh, <laughs> hey, this guy, this, this is real short because it didn't really tell me anything. But the Medical Board of California has to investigate a plastic surgeon. He appeared on a video conference for his traffic violations Apparently he was operating while talking to them. Yeah, I watched the the news, uh, the video of that. Um, is so he like the, suspect the as? Going, can you see um, what he's doing? Yeah, uh, he's he's in the scrubs and stuff, <laughs> and he's in an operating room. The, the judge, I assume it was judge, um, says, uh, "Are you good to talk now? Because you look like you're in an operating theater." And he says, "Yes, I am." This is a big drum roll for the yeah. punchline, but actually, it really is just. Diego making Diego an appearance. Diego making an appearance through the garage door. So, <laughs> oh, no, no, feel free to join us. Um, so, yeah. So, anyway, so that was um, that was what he and he goes. Oh no, I'm good. There's another doctor assisting. He can deal with it. I'll just talk. <laughs> and the, the How did judge get- is like, no, I'm not comfortable with this. No, no one if would be. If you have a patient there, you should be paying attention to the patient not be on a Zoom call in court. And he was really upset with him, which I sort of understand. And the guy basically said, oh, no, I, um, I, I, I it ran over. I was going to get away yeah. and then get onto the Zoom, but, you know, it ran that, over, that so all- I did this. But apparently this has happened a lot recently oh. with doctors and stuff. That old excuse. Yeah. The, 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 the arrogance level of doctors is significant. It is. Not... not Obviously, not all of them. No. I want to generalise. But I've come across a few, <laughs> that, particularly specialists, that have these highly oh, yeah. in, uh, 
inflated ideas of who they are or what they are or whatever. Excellent. I'm just going to shut this door. Yeah. Because I can hear the crickets or sound or... I don't know what the sound is. Folly. Folly effects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Normally I can add them in later. But, uh, you know... That's right. Every top podcasting studio, as you know, has a roller door. Uh, well, the next one won't. It might have a roller door, but it won't be automatic. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Oh, unless they fix it up, I don't know. Uh, we'll see. Um, I'm going to mention this um, boss level, though. Yes. So Adam, um, Sash, uh, Nathan, and Chris Williams. And I went along to the movies last uh, Thursday or something. Something like that. And it, we went to Boss Level. I had no idea what to expect. I didn't know what I was going in for. No. I did hear that Mel Gibson was in, in it. there. In it. Like one of the guys mentioned that before I went. And I was like, mm, I'm not a big fan of Mel Gibson. I loved Lethal Weapon. Don't get me no, wrong. No, I think he's good things. now because I think he just takes crazy roles. Yeah, like, yeah. He's well, leaning he's into just it. a dick, right? Yeah, that's um, right. Of but, course. you know, he is a great actor, I have to tell you. Because um, Boss Level, if you haven't seen it. Okay. If you like a bit of uh, blood and gore. Yes. Or if you're not put off by that. If you like a good laugh. Yes. And not too serious. It's sounding good. Um. It is. It's it's action. It's funny. Um, I actually want to go back to the movies and watch it again. It's that good. Um, and then, you know, there's always that thing where I didn't expect much, so it's so much better than I expected. Mm, yeah, there's yeah. that effect. And now that I've hyped it up to you guys, you might go, oh, it's not that great. But honestly, I think it's it's really good. What would you compare it to if you to say, you, whatever you say <laughs> now is going to upset Adam, but... Um, I know, well, I know. So What would you say? If I, I've said it. To me, it reminded me of a cross between John Wick, Ready Player One, and Groundhog Day. Yes, that's right. Okay, um, sound, they all sound good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, th- I think it's definitely worth seeing. So, boss level, go see it at the movies if you can see it at the movies, because, um, well, we want to support the movies, but also, it's definitely worth seeing on a bigger screen, I think. Excellent. But probably not one you want to take the kids to. <laughs> What's this? No, not at Lots all. Lots of blood. Not at all. What's this deep nostalgia AI turns photos into videos? That's you. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, and the reason I asked that is because you saw that deep fake with Tom Cruise that came out this week. No, I haven't. People on the Twitter were going nuts. And I was like, "Uh, were they? I don't know. So there's a dude and he's deep faked himself, I guess. And he's like, hey, there, it's Tom Cruise. How's it going? Then there's all these other video clips. There's one where Tom Cruise is doing a golf swing. And then there's another one where he walks into the room, but he trips. And it's tracking him perfectly, and it literally looks like Tom Cruise. I do have to say, slightly younger than what he is now. Yeah. Um, but people are like, you, no, that has to be Tom Cruise, apparently. They were like, no. And it was like, people were like, no, that's deepfake. Well, this is, I'm going to show you the video, which we will put a link to on the show notes. But basically, they've got a still photo. and oh, Like an old black and white of Marie Curie yeah. um, before and, she died. And, of- and it moves the head slightly, makes it blink, and uh, does some muscle twitches in the face. Um, uh, that The first one looked better than that one. This yeah, is Nikola yeah. Tesla. Nikola Tesla, Albert Einstein. That one's not too bad, I don't think. Uh. It's funny, though. It's, it's only very small things that it's doing, really. But it makes a huge impact. If you could, if you could do that, market it, and people don't get creeped out, there's money in that for families who've lost loved ones and stuff. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Ugh, I don't know how I feel about that. It's yeah, no, I think it's pretty cool. Um, so yeah, check that out in the show notes because it was enough. It was good enough that I thought oh, I'll mention this. At the, Have you been keeping up with all the NFT thing that they're all going nuts about? Uh, that's the near field. No, you would no. think that. No, no. okay. What are, what are we talking non-fungible about? Non-fungible tokens. 
Okay, what are non-fungible tokens? Okay, so <laughs> if you have a lot of money floating around, if you want to make a lot of money potentially and you missed out on Bitcoin, NFT is the next thing. They're all going nuts on it right now. It's a thing built is on... Is this in, in Wall Street? Um, no, no, this no, is not, worldwide. This no, is, no, but that, that website, the Reddit group. No, 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 no. <laughs> so they're non-fungible tokens or NFTs. They're digital assets that are indivisible and provably unique. They can be used to represent both tangible and intangible items. Okay, so hang on a sec. So when you say indivisible, are, are you talking about like now we're selling... You can buy fractions of a Bitcoin. Is that what you mean by indivisible? That's right. Right. So you have to have a whole token or nothing. Yep. Right. Okay, cool. They're attaching these tokens to artwork, and Christie's has already sold over $200,000 worth of this. That guy on Instagram called Beeple Crap that had the weird Trump cartoons, animated yeah, cartoony things, yeah. he does a post every single day. He goes, here, I've made 25 NFT pieces of artwork. You get it. You own it. He made like $3.2 million in a day. And he's one of the bigger ones that's done it. Okay, so... It's all based on blockchain. Yeah, so you can't sell the artwork... No, you can. ...without the NFT... Yes, that's right. ...going with it. So you're selling the NFT... Right, okay. So it's like... So that's... uh, Here we go. It's like when you go to a clothing store and you've got the little thing in the collar that goes beep, beep, beep if you go... So non-fungible tokens are digital assets that contain identifying information recorded in smart contracts on the blockchain. Uh, it makes NFT un- each one unique, and as such, they cannot be directly replaced by another token. They cannot be swapped like for like. No two NFTs are alike. So it uh, says here, uh, banknotes and contrast can simply be exchanged for one for another. They hold the same value. NFTs so can't. What's the difference? I don't know. Between I don't- that and a barcode. Uh, well, barcode you could just recreate. I guess this is blockchain, so it's like a bazillion, car- you know. I don't know. So CryptoKitties was one of the first non-fungible tokens. Do you okay. remember that? No. Oh, there was like little digital, <laughs> little digital online kits, cat, uh, kittens and cats cartoon things that you could get, but they were worth money and they're based on the blockchain. Okay. Anyway, this NFT thing is being talked about a lot right now on the internet. So if we get some merchandise for um, so I don't know, the, the Christmas and podcast. And yes. we get a T-shirt. We can sell an NFT with the T-shirt. I'm not sure the pr- the actual technical side of it, so I don't know if we... Yeah, I'm not too sure on that. But yeah, in theory, yes. All right, I, I will find out more about it. You will it. probably hear... Yeah, you'll, you'll hear it coming up yep. in a minute, uh, and people go all nuts about it. But I think it's one of those things, like Bitcoin... If I told this to just a random person, they'd be like, what are you on about? It's oh, just absolutely. a piece of artwork. Like, yeah. But, uh, yeah, Christie's, the auction house, has leaned right into it, and they're like, yeah, here we go, and they well, started. if anybody should, it's them. And, yeah, if, if that's going to help sort out spotting fakes in the future, yeah. you know what I mean? If it's you some- can get an NFT linked to that old Mona Lisa, whatever the, it is. The thing know, I can't get my head around is you've got the NFT and the blockchain thing. How do you, you attach it? The, to or, the- yeah, attach it or describe the thing or – yeah, because if you've got four things that almost look the same and you're like, oh, this one's not that one. I don't know. That's the bit I can't get my yeah, head around. No, I, yeah, I, I get you. I don't understand either. All right. What do we got here? Um, DJI have brought out a new drone, and it's called the FPV drone. And I haven't. I don't follow anything, so I didn't know this was a thing. Somebody in Auckland on my Instagram feed, he's a photographer. He had one, and he goes, oh, I can't believe I waited this long for it. Now it's raining. I can't fly it. And I was like, what is this thing? I'll show you a photo, Chris. And it's a MPV 
drone. That's what it looks like. It's got a 4K camera attached to the front of it. Oh, yeah. yeah. And what they've done is... Is this one of the racing ones? Yeah, they've basically lent into the racing one, but they've combined all the drones in one. So you get that to wear on your face. Uh, it's like a monitor and everything comes with it, low latency, but it's got little antennas sticking off the front of it. You look like a bug. <laughs> yeah, it would, actually. Yeah. And there's, th- there's three different flight modes. So there's one where it just flies like a normal drone and you do whatever you want. The second one goes really fast, but it can't do everything. And then the third mode's like batshit crazy and it's doing flips and stuff. And the video that they show, go to DJI.com, check it out. Uh, it's following all sorts of things. It's following race cars that are going around a racetrack and then it flips and then it's following us. Um, uh, what are the gliding people with the glide suit? Oh, yeah, the it's glide, following one wing, of them. Wingsuit, wingsuit uh, but you yeah. do have this extra controller. So you have a normal controller. but Because that, that totally is the same controller used for um, virtual reality headsets, right? Yeah. Because that's a virtual yeah, reality yeah, yeah. headset, right? Pretty yeah. much. Uh, so you can buy this additional $200 one-handed controller thing, but that you just tilt it and that does all your movement. And that red button, they've got it in the thing, uh, that's like instant stop. You press it, and it's the, one of the fastest drones to come to a complete stop. Like, it just it just stopped. And then there was another button where it dropped and just hovered above the ground. So, yeah, pretty cool looking. Don't know how much they're worth. Uh, too much for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And I don't know how... Uh, I mean, I, I think I'd freak out with a normal drone, let alone a... Uh, yeah, well, we've got that one upstairs you can practice with. Uh, you go really fast. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, that happened. And then I came across um, Brazilian mascots. We should, we should have asked Diego... Uh, so, uh, <laughs> that's cracking me up. Uh, I'll have to show some stuff. You'll have to describe these. Senor, Senor Testaculo. I can admit. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> do you want to describe him, oh. Chris? Um, well, pretty much what you'd expect. <laughs> it, it's like truck nuts without a truck, but with hair and a smiley face and a nose. Yeah. That's, so, um, but it's it's quite big, eh? That's about human size. Oh, no, like, someone goes in it. There's the armholes. Oh, God. They wear it. Oh, my God. Look, you can get a photo with oh. them. This giant <laughs> testicle. That's to help out with testicular cancer, if you're wondering. Yep. And then they brought out a uh, mascot, which seems to look very differently, to help with the um, uh, vaccination mascot, right? So just scroll through those. There's a couple of photos there. And uh, look at him. Wouldn't you want him coming around and jamming in the arm or something? Um, it looks like Ku Klux Klan. It does. Is all I can it's say. It's very weird. It uh, we'll put them up in the show notes. We'll That's share them. really funny. Oh, my God. That testicular guy is just hilarious. Whoever made that, I hope they got paid a lot of money. Cool. Uh, oh, no. That, that's a, uh, a character from 80s Brazilian television show, Chris. Oh, that dude. That thing. Yeah, look. God. That's creepy ass. I got some creepy things there. That was there. with kids. Oh, my God. That's terrible. Yeah. Oh, look. There he is on a show, on a talk show. The <laughs> testicular dude. That's fine. Oh, yeah. Definitely check out those images on the... Um, Might share the I'll just share them on the Facebook yeah, page, yeah. I think. Yeah, share them on the Facebook page. We'll have them linked in the show notes as well. Check them out. But um, probably be careful if you're watching, looking at it at work. That's all I'm going to say. Hey, um, I, before we go on to... Uh, before I forget, I should say... Um, shout out to TEDx Wellington today, uh, as we're recording this, they were supposed to go on sale for their tickets. I was, I had it in my uh, calendar cause they sell out real quick and I yep. needed to yep. go to get down there this yep. year. And the announcement came out that they've canceled for the year. So I feel sorry for, uh, DK and Hannah and all the rest of the team down there. Um, it's, I will say that last year was 
incredibly stressful for us to do ours yeah. just from the uncertainty point of view. Oh, yeah, totally. We were up, we were down, we were off, we were on. Yeah. And in the end, we we did our one the last day of level two. That's um, right. And the next day it was back to one, and it would have been great, but we could only have 100 people because it was the day before. Um, so, it, yeah, they, they've made a big call. Um, they were doing it. It was going to be the biggest one they've ever had, 2,000 people in the Michael Fowler Centre in Wellington, which I was really looking forward to. Um, so hopefully Chris was going to network like a madman. Hell yes. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I oh, know, I love it. And the guys down there are great, and, and, you know, it's a good excuse to see some of my family again. Um, Maybe. But now I'll just leave it till another year or two. Um, so, anyway, uh, yeah, that's all I wanted to mention about that. Hey, you got what? I, did you put the pop-up penguins in here? Do they sell some off oh, or something? Yeah, 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 yeah. Say, so, I forgot about that. So these were the penguins they put everywhere through the Christchurch district around there. Yes. It was really cool, and um, they had a really cool app. It was just the the, the headline that got me, which oh. I thought was cool. Uh, the charity auction nets just over a million. That's all right. They sold it all all those penguins for just over a million dollars. Um, fifty giant penguin sculptures from Christchurch. So this is the same sort of deal as they did with the cows, the ones that are in Millersville yeah. on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But these guys do it a bit better. Yeah. Okay. Uh, um, there was an app, and you could go around, and some people spent their whole school holidays traveling all around the district. It yep. told you where they all were, but it told you how many people had found them. So there was one that only had like a couple of hundred people because it was in the middle of nowhere. Right. So the sculptures were sold at auction on Wednesday evening with about 75% of the proceeds going to Chaumondelay Children's Centre. Awesome. Um, yeah. So total sales was $1,007,300 um, with the Shy No More and Mischievous Penguins netting the most at $36,000 How each. convenient. <laughs> What? Well, the one, the, the thing that they're raising money for is the one that raised the most money. I mean, that would normally happen, wouldn't it? The oh. Shy No More and Mischievous Penguins. Ah, oh, sorry. With the name of the penguins. What? Yeah, but what was the name of the charity organization it was going to? C H O L M N. Oh, sorry. I thought the Shy No More. Sorry, I thought that was the same thing. No. I see what you mean. Yeah. Very good. Is there a photo of the ones? No. Uh, I, I don't know. A, there's a photo there. No, I don't know it's, what the This is just a stuff story. We will uh, link in the show notes and stuff will no doubt change it. And then when you hit the link, it'll go, that doesn't exist anymore. Um, well, at least it's not a herald where it goes, you have to pay some money to look at this. You don't have to pay the money. You get a browser extension and you just read everything for free. What? Okay. That's what I, someone I know does. Not me. Someone else. The Punket Penguin. That's pretty cool. Yes, they're pretty cool. Uh, so, obviously, uh, just going to end this podcast talking about real estate because we love talking about that. Uh, <laughs> no, so they just publish these stories, I think, to infuriate the people that can't afford a house, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, uh, one real estate, he sold a batch for $1.5 million, like that, whatever. And then I was like, whatever. And then another one goes, oh, a rookie real estate agent sold one for $1.66 million at Waihee Beach. $217,000 over the asking price and sold it within three hours. It was his parents' house. Cool, bro. Uh, he's still getting requests for it two weeks later because people don't realise. I, I read a tweet yesterday, actually. Um, so I spent a little bit of time on Twitter, which I haven't for a long time. But this guy said, we went to an auction. that, And I'll, ha- I'll have the numbers slightly wrong because it's just in yeah, my head. Yeah, no, but, we'll believe you. Go. But, um, the RV, yep. the value, is valuation was... Four hundred and seventy-five thousand, I think he said. So yeah. it must be a 
fairly small place yeah, yeah. or out in the thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, there was a pre-auction bid put on it for seven hundred twenty-one thousand. Yeah, and it sold for nine hundred fifty thousand yeah. or something, nine hundred seventy-five thousand. And he said we were so, there were just laughs of incredulity yeah. as they left. They were just like, oh my god, that's happening again and again. Uh, apparently, the four big Australian banks are going to try and slow down the heated property market and raise the interest rates. So a lot of people out there somehow have a lot of finance or they've been given finance or whatever. When interest rates rise, we'll see how well they are at paying all the stuff off. To well, be and so there's been talk of, um, I, I don't know if you've seen this, but you can buy a house with you know, 10% down or whatever it is, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. If you are an investor, you have to have 50% in. Yeah, apparently. That's the um, and thing. that's I, I don't see a problem with but that. But they're still not going after the um, They're still not getting the tax. They're not doing the capital gains tax. Which is stupid. They, they should need absolutely to do that, do that. And that'll slow things down, make sure people are not going crazy. Because let's face it, there is no benefit to the country for people making money off off housing. No, not really. It doesn't produce anything. No. There's nothing No, that's the thing. And uh, the only thing that it's beneficial is if you're a developer yeah. and you're building new houses because we need more places to live that's right that's the only benefit yeah so there's all stories out there. there's people talking like that one guy's neighbor he owned 50 houses somebody else knew someone owned 250 this is next level mental and uh our economy a lot of it is based on this craziness of housing yeah, it's all we're, screwy. We're, we're, we're weird like that. We really are. And like we said, are as a country. When I went to Spain, yeah. it, it really hit me because I grew up here. I, mm. I, this is what I thought. But over there, it was something like, and this was 90s, yeah. something like only 4 to 5% of the population owned a house. Yeah, yeah. Everybody rented. Yeah. And the rents were cheap ass. Yeah. And so it wasn't unusual for a landlord to own a lot. But no. that's what they have been doing. And most often, them and their fa- father and their father's father and their father's father. Yeah. Like, they've been landlords so, as an as a, as a occupation. There was a story that came out today. There's a photo of an old woman holding a dog, and she's getting the pension. She's 76, 77, been told to move out of her house. Doesn't know what to do. Got no money. The pension's only built for people that have ho- uh, actually own a house. Yeah. So my mum and dad, they're like, oh, you, they, at some point they want to move from the rural area they're in into closer into town, which is fine. But I'm like, you really need to look at figures because whatever you think you're going to get or whatever you do get, I don't think will equate to anything. Like, what do you, you know, so I don't know. It's all sorts of crazy, but we're going to have heaps more old people in these sub stories going. And there was a couple last week as well. Same thing. Yeah. We, we've been told to get out. Yeah. 90 days notice. Hmm. Oh, that's right. Stuff you, Kim. Anyway, that brings us to the end of the podcast. Uh, <laughs> We've we got to fill it, fit in a stuff you can uh, in every podcast. That's right. Uh, so until next week, I'm Sam. I'm Chris. See ya. Bye. Hope you enjoy the show. Make sure to subscribe and we'll catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friend.